Welcome to the Iron Cannon Podcast. I want to host Stephen. I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Guys, we've reached it. We have reached the tipping point of this season in that it's episode 14 of the Bad Batch title tipping point. Tom, take it away. Well, this one is directed by Sal Ruiz and written by Jennifer Corbett and Matt Miknovitz. In this episode, Echo stumbles upon some crucial information. Isn't it great we get to see Echo and in this time we get Gregor too. Oh, I love seeing them back. This It's so great. Everything about the start of this episode, just A plus. No notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it, it made me very happy to see them, you know, because we all know, longtime listeners know, the four, the three of us, four of us, <laughs> I don't know. The three of us love Echo, uh, you know, ever mm-hmm. since the beginning. It was so great when he was brought into the Bad Batch. Um, and now we get to see Echo and Gregor and uh you know uh in in action alongside fireball and nemic and it's it's great you know they've been building this network of clones across the galaxy and now we get this great space battle and boarding sequence above balmora uh of course you know the balmora run right we've uh, seen previously um really really cool i mean steven like that, that boarding sequence the just the ship i don't do we have a name for their ship by the way i don't think so I whatever echoes or you know Rex's ship is just a plus super happy with it it's awesome the like boarding craft that jumps off is a little bit wonky but you know it's fine I'll leave it aside the ship is cool if it it works if it works it works no just perfect like we we start off with you know a series of clones being like they seem to be under guard um being put onto an imperial transport and then you know, Rex, Echo, and Co. show up and a pretty good like boarding sequence as they you know arrived to rescue the clones. Like, just awesome. Like, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I mean, the, just seeing those leech vessels like attach on to the Imperial ship and um, and they end up rescuing Hauser from earlier this season. And so it's really cool to see Hauser back. You know, he was a cool character. I'm mm. glad they brought him back. And, um, you know, I think last time we saw Hauser, he was Crosshair was arresting him on Ryloth for trying to help Chans, Cham Syndulla and the Bad Batch avoid walking into a trap that was, you know, near the end of season one. And now Hauser is back uh, and he's on this prison ship, right? Uh, under the command of Captain Pierce. And the captain erases the databank and kills himself to hide the ship's destination. So, whoo, like that. Little suspicious. Little suspicious. That's some serious cover-up right there. And I cannot wait to find out why he did it, where they were taking them, and for what purpose. Well, we we, we do find find out. out. We find it out pretty quickly, thankfully. (laughs) Well, okay. I mean, hey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I think we talked about this couple episodes ago but thankfully i'm so glad they keep returning the mount Tantus 
much mm-hmm. more frequently much more frequently now it's it, it feels like they're finally starting to deliver on those tantalizing story bits they teased us with earlier in, in at the end of season two and really hadn't paid off until the second half of of this season um and, and it really picks up from where two episodes ago left off right we've got dr royce hemlock uh again you know, trying to convince Crosshair to help them find, to help him find Clone Force 99, the batch. So, of course, he can capture Omega and use her to force Nala to work for him. It's a whole thing. Um, but the poor guy is, he's getting tortured now <laughs> to try to jog his yeah. memory. It's, oh. Well, it's, it's not just about jogging his memory. It's about forcing him to talk when... He doesn't really seem to want to. Yeah. He doesn't want to, but also he can probably find them, but he doesn't actually know where they are. I mean, that's, well, that's the other the thing. Other yeah. Thing, he would be, yeah. how would he possibly know their location? I don't know. It's, well, yeah. Yeah. does Crosshair know about Sid? Could that be? No, I don't think so. Because yeah, Sid, okay. they met Sid after. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Never mind. I, I take it back. So I don't know. It was an odd. Yeah. It's odd. But hey, you know, it's Hemlock doesn't know that. All he knows is that they're, he knows they're friends. They know each other. All right. I don't know. Apparently. I don't know. And let the torture begin. Yeah. Because this is where we've been talking about it all season. Is Crosshair going to turn? And I, this is when it happens, right? Because he, he, it's, it's literally the tipping point for Crosshair. You know, he kills the stormtrooper that's, uh, imprisoning him kills uh, Emery Carr, uh, the the it's kind of the second the scientist who's second in charge, and tries to escape, and manages to call Clone Force ninety nine and warn them before he gets knocked out. Uh, so it, it's I I like that at least. I have to imagine right he's he's gonna join the Bad Batch now. He's gonna regroup with his fellow clones, it, right? It definitely feels that way like it feels that way or maybe not he may not join them actively but maybe he is you know maybe he required he's gonna retire to pabu and just be done or i don't yeah. know well if he does i'm pretty sure he's gonna take some of the clones with him you would hope yeah yeah i, I mean i think we'll we'll see we'll see i i do think he's going to rejoin the batch and i mean they they we well we'll we'll talk about this more in just a minute, but the batch find out his location, right? This basically gives because he calls, um, you know, the, because he calls the batch, the batch are able to figure out a little bit more of what's going on, right? He he the the message he sends is completely encrypted, and so Echo decides he needs text help to decrypt it and that sends echo off on a mission to pabu because apparently they've still been communicating it's actually kind of nice to see i'm glad echo just didn't completely cut them off um you know omega already has a heads up like she's been in contact with echo she knows he was coming and it was, i i really appreciate that because it was it's kind of sad that he left and i really i like the fact that he was still talking with her because they were friends i thought it was a nice touch it, it seemed Sorry. that would be kind of cruel to have them separate 
mm-hmm. separate like that and then not have any kind of communication because as you said william they were friends what better way for her to kind of like soften the separation is if they were to talk every once in a while so that helps her and that helps him and also it keeps them communicating because that way they can any kind of information that the batch knows they can get it through to te- uh, get it through to Echo to get it to Rex and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So they at least have an idea of what's happening in the galaxy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we learn that uh, Tech has been helping Omega fl- learn how to fly the Marauders. I-, I think she'll become the team's new pilot. Is is that the that the idea? Uh, it's a, it's a fun sequence. Uh. She's a bit of a daredevil. <laughs> Uh, to say the say the least, I feel bad for Tech. <laughs> and I feel like they really should have one of those, you know, like you know, like a, a driving instructor's car where there's like a second set of brakes on the other side. Right. There's a or few times, like even in the the brief moment we see, like I don't know, she seems maybe a little slow on the uptake, maybe or I, I think I, she's just a daredevil, really, because she yeah she she pulled off everything successfully. She just scared i think tech needed a new pair of pants that's all <laughs> well yeah i i would i would think tech at this point is probably going to and should create a simulator for her so she can do all this stuff safely in a simulator instead of almost killing them in the actual marauder itself mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and you know the as we talked about last week the batch are still helping everyone rebuild on pabu and we once again get that, are you sure you don't want to stay type of, you know, comment from, from Shep Hazard. But, um, you know, the, you know, and even, even later, I think I forgot Hunter actually admits to echo that maybe they should settle down. <clears throat> and interestingly, he, he asks, he, he, he tries to tell echo that maybe echo should stop as well. Stop helping Rex and, and come back. What do you guys think? Like, it makes sense for Hunter, but should he be trying to convince Echo to stop? I, I mean, I kind of took it as him trying to maybe give him a give him an option, or I don't know, or maybe asking advice in some ways. Like he's trying to grapple with it himself, I think, and he doesn't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. what it means to stop yet because it's you know it's never been an option. And and also you got to feel for Echo because remember. Separatists had him for so many years or cycles or whatever you want to call it inside that tank to where technically he was working against his brothers. Yeah. This is a way he's actually helping his brothers in a way get away from now the the quote unquote news. Well, from the Empire, which now turned into, let's say, his version or he may think Mm -hmm. the separatists are so that echo I don't think is going to stop. He is also going to stay with Rex because of the history that he has with Rex. He does have the history with the Batch, but he has more of a history with Rex and yeah. the other clones. He does. He does. Yeah. 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 So we'll we'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah, it, I, I love seeing Echo back. It, it, it's really cool. And he does help them decrypt the message. And it leads them straight to Mount Tantus, specifically the Advanced Science Division of the Empire, a clandestine organization run by Dr. Hemlock. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, with one, sorry, one week to go. The name just always gets me. <laughs> yeah, it does. I, but I it, laugh every time I hear Hemlock. 
But, oh, oh, yeah, Havelock, yeah. But it, it fits with the, you know, the advanced science division, division fits with what we know of Mount Tantus, right? Where it's the the emperor's storehouse and all these, you know, uh, exciting technologies. And clearly, we, we don't know, we still don't know what the advanced science division is working on, but it's something big. And I do feel like it's going to cross over between all the shows. We, we learned that Hemlock was apparently expelled from the Republic due to his, from the Republic Science Corps, specifically due to his unauthorized and unorthodox experiments. And now Crosshair is there imprisoned along, alongside many other clones because they, um, we, there's actually a, a moment where we see Grand Moff Tarkin in this, in the episode and you know he's worried about rogue clones discovering Mount Tantus from the captured ship at the beginning of the episode, and he he makes a comment about how a growing number of clones have started questioning their orders, uh, and it's I suspect maybe that's where the the season is is kind of building up to is like do they have a plan to take out all the clones or I don't know I don't know what do you guys think. I think it's going to be a raid on Mount Tantus. Yeah, yeah but I'll, definitely that's where we're headed. I, yeah. yeah. Hemlock's plan is interesting. Like, I, I'm really curious to see. I hope we find out more about his proposal with Tarkin. Because mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. I something Something's going on. Yeah. It's a little, little suspicious. Something's brewing, and it's going to boil over soon. Yeah. And it, I wish this episode had happened, like, at the beginning of the season, I think, than the end. but. I'm really excited going into the like the what final two episodes after mm-hmm. this. Yeah, next like, week. Yeah, next next week's place. it. <laughs> yeah, uh. it's it's been a long wait, but it is nice to see. I I, I don't know. I, in some ways, I feel like it still hasn't quite built up a, enough, right? Like we know they're gonna go rescue Crosshair from Mount Tantus. We know Mount Tantus is doing something. I hope we start to get some answers next week. Is as far as what is happening on Mount Tantus. Mm-hmm. We know that there is a some sort of summit. I mean, Tarkin even demands that Hemlock give him a full briefing on his plan to deal with these rogue clones at the summit. Um, of course, the, the next two episodes are called The Summit and Plan 99. Um, what do you guys, like, what do you think the summit is? Probably a bunch of talking heads getting together with a PowerPoint presentation to figure out how they're going to do with taking over. Oh, wait a minute. They did take over the galaxy. Yeah. Maybe. Honestly, yeah. Honestly Tom, I think you're right. I know you're joking. <laughs> I definitely read it. Like there's a summit of Imperial officials. Yes. Where they'll talk about their, the next steps of some plan. Mm-hmm. Or, or how, or how they're going to literally tighten their grip on the galaxy using their, great stormtroopers that can't shoot the side of a barn. And we've got this over here that we're going to build a death star. And in that we're going to have, Oh, wait a minute. We didn't know there's going to be a fatal flaw. I mean, they're going to have that kind of power PowerPoint presentation going on. Yeah. I I don't know. I, part of me wonders if it's maybe a plot too. like this season has dealt with the retirement of the clones and like what happens when the clones are decommissioned and we've already seen them replace the clone army with the, you know, stormtrooper program, uh, project war mantle. What if, I mean, this is the empire we're talking about. 
what if it's the plan is much more nefarious, right? We know that they've been bringing these clones that have been uh, kind of turning to Mount Tantus. What for? We don't know, right? Is it just to imprison them? Is it to try to reprogram them? We don't really see that many clones in, uh, in the rebels. In it, well, it, yeah, later on, right? We yeah. don't. There aren't that many clones re- left in the galaxy in like you know the the original trilogy. What if they're they have an Order sixty six moment, but for the clones? Okay. What but, if this is the extermination of the clones? Okay, but I, here, 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 here's the thing that's going to be confusing about that. Okay, because remember in Rebels when we first met Wolf, Gregor, and and yep. Rex. Okay, they're in there. Let's say walking Winnebago, and they actually call the Empire. That's true. To get information. And then the Empire does talk to them like they are retired soldiers. So that's right. And when we do when we do see some retired soldiers here and there, like in yes. you know, Kenobi, for example. So not yep. there would have to be some I mean, although to be fair, in Order 66, not all the Jedi died either, right? Maybe there are there are exceptions. That's true. The fact that they're talking to the Empire maybe puts a little bit of water on my uh on my my theory. I don't know, like the fact that it's Order sixty six, and then there's now this Plan ninety nine. I don't know. Maybe it's a, and maybe it's an extermination of the clones, or at least certain types of clones that could be. I don't know. It, it, it would feel like it thematically would fit with the rest of the show of the season because it's all about the future of the clones and what does it mean? Their clones aren't respected anymore. What does it mean to still be a clone? Mm-hmm. What do clones do afterward if they? kind of get rid of the clones and mass. I can see it, you know, I don't know. But, but is it going to be a wipeout by way of a virus or let's theoretically state the chips that are in their heads is how they're going to take them out is they just throw that switch and basically quote unquote, like a droid, shut them off. And the ones that survive are the ones that somehow either have a defective chip or, uh, yeah, a defective chip like fives or um, or they haven't taken out. So, yeah. I mean, it's it just it's it's interesting because it goes against what happened in Rebels because they were acknowledged they by were. the Empire. I can't explain that they that. were still alive. <laughs> so maybe yeah. my theory is way off base, but yeah, I mean, that's just a theory. That, that, yeah. And, and on top of that, we, we know that stuff gets rewritten all the time, retconned, whatever. But that's still a thing. Yeah. Anyway, Stephen, what are your thoughts? No, you took the words out of my mouth. Like, I don't think it can be, you know, destroy all the clones. Or maybe it is, that is his plan, and it's just not going to end up happening. Maybe Rex and crew foil it. <laughs> um, but yeah, beyond that, I really don't know. <laughs> I wish I did. I'm excited to find out, though. Unless the only way it could happen is if somehow... They can, which I don't know how, but they can discredit the clones to the to the actual, you know, universe. How I, you know, that that would be the only way. I mean, they they did pull off. They did pull off the 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 discrediting the Jedi. Mm -hmm. But that was easier because they were basically looked at. they, They weren't the ones that, number one, fought against the separatists and then the clones turned on the Jedi to fight the Jedi. So it'd be kind of hard 
to turn the galaxy against them. Although there is the basis of Palpatine at the right moment coming up and saying that they did follow blindly orders from Rampart to destroy Kamino. So that could be a way of throwing shade at clones. But I, I don't know if that would be the way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll find out next week, right? Yeah, next next week. I mean, crosshair. Or sorry, yeah, cross crosshair does give them a a ref a a, a warning phrase. Plan eighty eight, the seeker, and I don't know. Like, part of me thinks maybe that's a a plan they they previously had. Um, you know, in uh, at some point, right? Maybe it's something that's like an intern. Uh, it's it's something yeah, they would know all that. know, guess, you know. I think uh, Hunter even says like he's telling us they're coming after us, like they're mm-hmm. specifically, right? And I'm yeah, I'm assuming it's either a previous mission or contingencies that they had set up at some point, yeah, when they were together, and uh, yeah. yeah, and then the episode ends on Crosshair just being tortured more because that's quite sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Hemlock basically flat out tells Crosshair the only way he's leaving this facility is if he allows is if is if Hemlock allows it and helps, uh, and the, and then Crosshair helps him find Omega. Which again, I, I don't know how he possibly even would. And yeah. you could argue that yeah. by calling the batch, he inadvertently or maybe intentionally led the batch to, uh, to the to Mount Tantus, but. I get the feeling he did it out of, he didn't do it maliciously. I think he's legitimately trying to warn his, his brothers. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I don't know. I think, man, I have so many, so many questions. I think as far as a going into the season finale, it feels like they haven't quite built up enough excitement yet. As far like, Oh my gosh, like we know they're going to rescue crosshair. That, that will be exciting or at least try to rescue crosshair. They're going to come across Mount Tantus and, who knows what? Um, I, I think going into the finale, I'd like to be a little bit more excited with a, a bigger cliffhanger or a, a you know, a, a, a carrot of where they're going to head next and, you know, where something big might happen. But it's, it, it's still exciting to see. I think this is the moment we've been waiting for this entire season is this duology of episodes next week. And I'm excited to see how they wrap up the season. Yeah, without a doubt. Do you guys have any other thoughts or any any other thoughts or theories about what's going to happen? Mm, no, I I am just looking forward to seeing how this is all going to play out. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, shall we get into our ratings, Stephen? You wanna you wanna go first? <clears throat> yeah, I can lead us off. Um. I think I'm gonna give this. I, think I have to give this a nine out of ten. I almost want to go higher because that just that opening sequence. I mean, not a surprise, but like everything I could ever want in a Star Wars episode or show. Like this was true in Andor, and it's true here. Um, give me spaceship battles. I'm a happy man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I, yeah, I'll give it a nine nine out of ten. Um, I almost want to go higher, but I think I'll leave it there. Wow. Um, and I think it sets up, you know, all the questions we've been wanting to ask this entire season. I could wish they'd done it sooner, but you know, it's okay. We got there, so that's what's important. 
Um, and uh, yeah, obviously my nine Womp Rats are riding with, you know, Hunter and um, everyone else. And they're not, not Hunter, excuse me, the riding with Echo, like they are part of this battle. You don't see them. They're on the other side of the ships, you know, the other boarding craft. And, you know, they've got their own mission going. So, yeah, there you go. Tom, what about you? I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give this episode a nine. Um, I love the episode. I, I think we've discussed enough of it. And there you go. So my nine Womp Rats. Well, when they're actually on Mount Tantus, they are going to be feeding information to the clones when the clones do come and raid the facility and kind of give them hints on where to attack to make the most damage. So they are going to be helpful in this episode. And they will survive when all is said and done. Nice. Um, I guess that means uh, I'm up. I, I thought this was a, it was a good lead in to um to the finale. I, I like I said just a couple minutes ago. I wish there was a little bit more excitement than just hey, let's go. We're gonna rescue Crosshair. Although I think that's still exciting. Um, I'm very excited to see what they're gonna uncover on Mount Tantus. I hope it's. I hope it's not like a a situation like the Fortress Inquisitorius in like Kenobi where Obi-Wan goes there and sees some things in, you know, this Amber, some Jedi or whatever, and kind of moves on and, you know, rescues <laughs> uh, Leia and moves on. I hope there's, there's something uh, a bit more. I hope we start to learn a little bit more about what is going on at Mount Tantus. Um, but uh, you know, and, you know the, the the sequence at the beginning of the episode really great. You know, great space battle there. Uh, I think this is <clears throat> this is this is kind of laying the groundwork for what I hope will be an a fantastic season finale. We got two episodes coming next week, plus a new episode of The Mandalorian. So we have lots of Star Wars TV uh, to look forward to next week. Um, but as far as this episode goes, I think I'm gonna give it eight out of 20, ten. It was really enjoyable. Um, not perfect. You know, I'd love to see a little more, but, um, I enjoyed it. And my, my eight womp rats, uh, they are, uh, assisting Dr. Hemlock in the advanced science division. He has actually eight womp rat scientists that are doing quite a bit of work to uncover the secrets of Omega. Greatly disturbing, but okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end, I think, of our, our 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 episode this week. We have we have another one coming up on on this weekend, The Mandalorian Chapter Twenty. Wow, we're hitting uh uh we're in the twentieth episode of The Mandalorian, and about almost halfway through, I think uh the 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 season. Yeah, this will be the halfway point uh, through The Mandalorian. So. Uh, it's now out as you're listening to this. Go watch that episode and then rejoin us this weekend for our review. And then, of course, next week we'll be back with our review of the Bad Batch season two finale, the two-parter, the Summit and Plan 99 on March 29th. And uh, a couple days after that, we'll, we'll have our review of The Mandalorian as well. So lots of content coming your way. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back next week with our review of The Mandalorian Chapter 20. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. For over a decade, Ion Cannon has covered every corner of the saga, from the films and animated series like The Clone Wars and Rebels, to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear, 
please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, ioncanoncast.com, and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter. To email us, you can do so at contact at ioncanoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.